We shouldn't have any mean, hot-tempered, can't-get-along-with-believers. Stop lying, talking about he ain't finished with me yet. I ain't finished with you either. We're going to work you over some more. Oh, he ain't finished with me yet. Well, he ought to start it on you. I beseech you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You ought to be different, folk. This is Jerry G. Martin. With all the things that are going on in our world and in our families today, I am bringing this urgent message to help every believer reach out to those who are lost. It is only through the salvation of Jesus Christ will our nation and culture be changed. Come and go with us today as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. The problem is not that we can't do the work and get involved with God. The problem is a lot of us are not that interested when the truth be known. We ain't that interested because we ain't even thinking about it. And what I want us to do is to start thinking about it and seeing how God can work. He says, I do nothing of my own initiative. God initiates everything. And then what he said, this is what he said. I watch to see what the Father is doing. And it becomes amazing when you have in your heart that I'm on a mission. I'm on an assignment with God. And all I'm waiting for is him to nudge me. But I'm watching and trying to see what he's doing. I don't have to try to make it up. I don't have to try to orchestrate it. I don't have to try to initiate, but I do need to watch and see what he's doing. He says, I do what I see the Father already doing. When I see God already doing something, that's where I get involved with that. When somebody calls you and say, what are you doing? And you said, well, I'm, I'm not doing much. Do you know where you're going when you die? You don't be saying, I don't know why you're asking me. Here's somebody who's interested in knowing about their eternity. Then you say, well, God must be, God's working here. Jesus came to give you eternal life. Don't start saying, well, you know, uh, it got all kind of places for you to go. No, uh, Jesus gives eternal life. That's what I know. And I have eternal life through Christ Jesus. And you can have the same. You can be sure where you're going to go. I see God working. I need to just get right on him and what he's doing. And then Jesus says, the Father loves me. So he says, I got a relationship with the Father. He loves me, and he shows me everything that he himself is doing. He shows me what he's doing. I, and, and, and Jesus is saying, I'm watching, and so he shows me. I can see plainly what he's doing. It's not a big mystery. It's not rocket science. And this is not just a step-by-step approach to know and do what God wants us to do. He's describing a love relationship. If we love the Lord and we want to be available to him, then we have that love relationship. God says, that's my child. That's the person that loves me and wants to be obedient to whatever I want in their life, and I'm going to use them. A love relationship through which God accomplishes his purpose. If you love God and you're available to him, He's going to accomplish his purpose in you and around you. I want you to know right now, God is working all around you. And God is working in your life. God is working all around you just because you can't see it doesn't mean he's not doing it. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to start opening your eyes. Jesus told his disciples, 
open your eyes and look out in the harvest field. In other words, they couldn't see it, but it was still there. He said, you need to open your spiritual eyes, awaken your spiritual sensitivity, and you can see and you can hear what's going on around you, and you will know that that's where I'm working. Right now, God is working around you, so that's what you want to leave here with. God is working. He works at the grocery store. He works at the post office. He works on your job. He works, uh, he works in the traffic jam. When somebody cuts you off, that's God working around you. <laughs> Say, Lord, uh, just, just help them and uh, minister to them while they're in that stressful situation. That's God working all around you. Don't get out and start uh, trying to have road rage with them. That's one of the saints. You ought to calm everybody down. You ought to have road rage. I pulled in the parking lot of a bank a few years ago, and a guy pulled in behind me and jumped out of his pickup truck, and he started cursing at me. And, and uh, you see, I cut him off, and he was in a rage. And I said, I am so sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Would you forgive me? And he just exhaled and just walked away. I said, I'm so sorry. I lowered my voice. I am so sorry. I, I didn't mean to do that. And then we drove off. I said, now, he don't know who he was messing with. <laughs> I don't play that. He, he was about to get hurt. But, no. but I waited till he left because I didn't want to hurt the man in front of everybody. Amen. <laughs> But God was at work in me. One of the tragedies among God's people is that while we have a longing to experience the power of God, how many would like to see the power of God moving in and around your life? We have a longing for that. And you can experience that day by day, but you have to know how to recognize when God's moving. God's power is available to us. The Holy Spirit and the Word of God can, can and will instruct us and help us to know when and where God is working. But He has to get our attention. We have to be oriented. We have to understand, again, that I am working alongside God. God saved me not just so I can go to church. He saved me so I can take the church where I'm going and uh, bring somebody else into the kingdom. And that's what I want to emphasize for us over the next few months. How can we be active in reaching somebody and bringing somebody into the kingdom? God wants to get people saved more than we do, but he's looking for us to be his agent in the earth. God will accomplish his activity through your life. Doesn't matter where you are or what your experience have been or how much of the Bible you know or whatever. If you are available, God will use you. When you are willing and available, now then trust God to work in your life and through your life. You may never have experienced that before, but uh, you're going to have a new experience when you trust God. And he's going to use your personality, he's going to use uh, your temperament and who you are to reach somebody. And somebody's going to just look at you and say, I don't know, there's something about you. I don't know, but I and just ask you a question out of the clear blue, like Sister Sergeant said, out of the clear blue. Well, God's in the clear blue. That's not an accident. God knew that woman was going to be there, and he knew Sister Sergeant was on her way, and he held her up till she got there. There's no greater joy than uh, sharing and impacting somebody's life, and they look at you and say, God sent you. 
they will recognize that it's God. That's why Jesus said, let your light so shine that men will see your good work and then glorify the Father who's in heaven. They'll say, God sent you. I know it was God because I was asking him and he sent you. We often act as though God tells us what he wants us to do and then send us off by ourselves to try to accomplish it. God is never going to send you off by yourself to do what he wants to get done. If he's placing something on your heart, he's going with you to get it done. You know, we, we think he's going to send us off and then when we get in trouble, we can call on him and he's going to come help us. That's not the biblical picture. God is going to be with us all the way when he sends us. And when God is about to do something, he when God always was going to do something, he would reveal it to his people what he was getting ready to do. God share with his people what he's getting ready to do. He's not trying to be mystical and put you out there so you don't know what's going on and how it's going on. He knows how to speak to you in the way that you'll know as him. And how many of you are sitting here right now? I don't know when God might be speaking to me. Well, you make yourself available. He'll get your attention. He might have to give you your own burning bush, but he knows how to get your attention. Don't worry about it. God, God knows how to get your attention in a way that you'll know is him. And he doesn't always have to scare you to do it. Oh, Lord, please don't scare me. Well, Lord, the Lord is not in the scaring business. He's trying to get something done. Amen. If God is going to work through us, I'm going to tell you some things that the three things we have to do. If God's going to work through us. Number one, we have to be a servant of the Lord. The Bible in Romans chapter 10, verse 8 and 9 says that we become, he becomes our Lord. We, we confess our mouth with our mouth, believe in our heart that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead and he is Lord. And if he's the Lord, we're the servant. So we want to see ourselves as a servant of the Lord, which means that I must be pliable. I must be moldable like that, uh, like that picture he gave about going to the potter's house. Uh, can, can he shape us like he wants to shape us? And that's not any reason to be afraid of how God might shape you because he's going he's gonna to shape you in a way that's going to be to your best benefit. So we have to be moldable in his hands. And he might change your direction when you're heading somewhere so he can use you. Just be ready to change direction. You're not going to lose out on anything. Just be ready to be, just change the direction. Uh, he told that to Philip when Philip went to talk to the Ethiopian eunuch. Philip was headed one place and he had to try to get there. And God says, go talk to that man in that chariot. And he went over there and talked to him. And that man gave his life to the Lord and got baptized. And the Bible says Philip showed up in the place that he was supposed to be. He still got there on time. God helped him. And God's going to help you. You're not going to lose out anything when God is moving. If he has to stop the time for you. So be a servant of God, which means I must be moldable and remain in the master's hand so he can use me. Lord, I belong to you. We belong to God. We belong to God. God's always at work. In fact, how many of you said I gave my life to God? I gave my life to him. You know what that means? I gave my life to him. I belong to him so he can use me however he wants to use me. Secondly, you have to recognize that apart from God, you can do nothing. I'm a servant, but I can't reach anybody for Christ. I can't share with anybody. I can't pray with anybody and have any effectiveness apart from God. I can't do nothing apart from him, but I can do all things where? Through Christ 
who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So number one, I need to be a servant. Number two, I must recognize that apart from God, I can do nothing. And then thirdly, I must realize that God can do anything through me. That's a powerful understanding. God can do anything through me. So if you don't believe that, then you're not going to be engaged. God can do anything through me. The enemy is going to tell you God's not going to use you. God's not going to use you. Look at you. Look at you. I can just say God can do anything through me. If I'm his servant, I'm moldable in his hands. I know that he, I can't do it, but he can. And I'm relying upon him. I'm releasing my faith. Not how I feel, but what I believe that God is going to be able to do. Jesus said to his disciples in chapter 4, again, the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. If there ever was a time that people needed God and Jesus Christ, it is today. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you, and we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atasca Cedar, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281 481-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.